morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host. This is your host. Sorry, I had to pause for a second. Mike Russin. Uh, dude, every single... We haven't had a sunny morning in Maine since, I don't know, May? I don't know, dude. Like, this... Uh, like, the sun right now, it's out, but it's like it's trying to burn through what you would think is fog. It's not fog. It's not fog. The air quality is like a 141. It's usually in the 20s up here in Maine. Like, literally one of the things I looked at when I moved here was the air quality. Because I'm, well, three years ago when we moved here, I wasn't on all the stuff that I'm on now. Like, glutathione, NAD, NAC, like all this, all these uh, corsetting or whatever that's called. Um, I wasn't on all that, so like my sinuses, and you can even hear it now. I don't know what I, I don't know what the deal with my sinuses it are is, um, but I'm like I'm always a little bit stuffed up. I don't know what I, you know, who knows? Partying when I was younger, or, I don't know what I did to my sinuses. Um, but I wanna, I don't wanna get them looked at because I hate doctors. But I wish I knew somebody like. Yeah, dude, this is what you do to clear them out. I don't know if I have a... De- I don't think I have a deviated septum, but... Um, like, I'm always a little bit nasally. And uh, so one of the things I looked at when I moved up here was the air quality, especially where we're at, is supposed to be fantastic year-round. And it's a 141, which is seven times worse than what it normally is. You know? And I know what they did. They took those 30 tons, 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate. They're burning it somewhere. Probably the Canadian wildfires. Who knows, who knows what else they're doing with it? But they're doing that to, to push this climate change thing. I guarantee it. Because, like, the heat is not... It's not normal heat. It's not like it's just hot out. It's like the air is thick and it's weird. Like, it's not normal. But, um, I don't know, dude. These politicians, man. I'm, I'm, stuff is crazy. Stuff is crazy. Um, I'm trying to G fuel, so I got my dip in, <laughs> dude. I was ripping yesterday. I'm about to be ripping right now. I got my dip in, and I'm trying this new. You guys heard about that G fuel? I'm trying this new G fuel stuff, bro. 300 milligrams of caffeine. Holy smokes! Oh my goodness gracious! Kids are out here drinking this, which is fine. It's a parent's job to regulate, not the government. They want to ban flavored tobacco in Maine. But, you know, the government's just so... just Like, if I want to drive an uninspected 1984 Ford Pinto smoking flavored cigars, drinking G Fuel with 16 ARs, in the back, I should be able to do that. Nobody should be telling me that I can't do that. You know, as I've gotten older, I've just realized now, like when I look at some of the politicians here in Maine, like the, a lot of the guys are close to the same age as me and the rest are women. So first off, I'm not going to have a woman regulate my behavior ever. My mother, that's it. <laughs> my mother's the only woman on the face of the earth that's allowed to regulate my behavior. Not some, not some tight-lipped, gray... You ever notice how these women all look the same? Grayish hair, tight-lipped, very severe demeanor, little beady eyes. It's like, 
It's like they're all like it's the same thing you see in teachers all the time. It's this hall monitor, overly feminized. We gotta regulate, protect, safety first energy. Like we go, Geneva and I, we finally get Ada down last night for sleep. And there's this new movie out. Um, Hypnotic, I think it's called, or something like that. With uh, the dude that's in the accountant. Uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck. I love that movie, The Accountant. A lot of similarities. If I was quieter, I'd be him. <laughs> and a little, if I had a little bit more of the tism, I would be, I'd be the accountant. But anyway, movie starts out. First of all, his kid gets abducted. His young girl. Oh my God, dude! Now that I have a daughter, I cannot stomach that stuff. Like yesterday, I was sitting there, and uh, my my wife will tell you. Ada was, uh, my wife was sitting next to me and she had Ada standing on like her hips in her lap. Like Ada was, her feet were on my wife's hips and she's holding her and Ada was just staring at me, smiling, this big, her eyes, you know the smile where it's so genuine that their eyes smile, that somebody's eyes smile. She was just staring at me and she was smiling so big her eyes were smiling and I just looked over and I said I love you and she started just belly laughing and it was just I'm like getting emotional I've never felt a love like I obviously I'm in love with my wife I love my dog Bane Bane and I are inseparable we spent all day together Bane's attached my hip 24 7 like if you ever came over to my house Bane doesn't leave my side. If I get up to go to the bathroom, he's getting up to go. If I go back to the living room, he's in the living room. If I go outside, definitely he's coming with me. Like, it doesn't matter what we do. The love I feel for my daughter is so deep and profound. It's it's reached like a part of my heart that I didn't know I had. And until, and I remember, you know, parents talking about this before I had Ada. They're like, dude, wait till you see. Like, I get it now. And I feel things very deeply. Um, And I was just looking at her sweet little face. And I'm like, if anybody... I can't even talk of the... the, So that love, when it flips, that coin flips, it's rage. Like, and it's a deeper... Like, I was looking at her face last night. And I'm an angry person, generally. Um, I think most people would describe me as assertive to the point of maybe even being a little aggressive. I've gotten better over time. You know, I'm not trying to be a super intimidating person 24-7, but I just, I naturally come off that way. And, like, I I have to be aware, like, sometimes in social interactions with strangers, I think that they're being unfriendly. And then, you know, in the past, I've had people be like, dude, Mike, people are just afraid of you. (laughs) You know, and uh, I'm just very intense as a person. And I've had bouts of rage in the past, and I feel I feel rage quite often with the way that things are in society. At least I thought I felt rage. I think last night, just sitting on the couch, looking at, I know this is going to sound crazy, but looking at my daughter was the first time I felt actual, pure, unadulterated rage. If anybody 
ever. I just can't. I can't even put into words. There's there are no words that would encapsulate or describe the feeling I had looking at her, thinking about this movie where this guy's daughter gets abducted. There's no. There are no. There's no words. It's so deep. It's so profound. It's like the opposite of agape, um, which, if you know, this great word for like all-encompassing love, and the deepest and most profound selfless love. This is this is it, that the polar opposite end is selfish rage, but also selfless. Because, you know, I think Liam Neeson went too easy on those guys and take it. Like, they, you, you're not. I'm not just gonna kill you. You're you're gonna wind up in my basement. That's you don't want to be there. <laughs> you're gonna wish you were dead. You're gonna wish you were never born. And, uh, anyways. You know, I, I experienced an emotion I never felt before. And, you know, there's just so much. There's I, I've realized I'm so engaged with the darkness in the world now. Um, and I've exposed myself to so much of it. I've seen much of it firsthand. Um, that there's almost a tinge of paranoia. I'm always thinking like... I haven't committed a crime, but what if they decide one day to come and take me away because of what the stuff that I say? What if they come and try to take my daughter away because of the stuff that I say? And it's just like, uh, it's, 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 when you have a kid, things completely change and your perspective completely alters. Um, and I don't even remember why I started talking about this, but you know, uh, Oh, yeah, we were watching Back to the Feminist, blah, blah, blah. You know, and this guy's a cop. His daughter's abducted. It's like, and he's with a therapist. And, of course, it's a woman clearing him to go back to duty as a police officer. And I just think about, like, there's there's just such a war on masculinity right now. There's such a war on men. You know, you saw that there was a recent news article saying that, um, like working out and exercising is a sign of right-wing extremism. Um, and the word fascist gets thrown around a lot. There's a, uh, there's a guy, uh, I posted him on my story. He's a Jewish uh, columnist, and he's a very outspoken uh, map advocate. If you know what a map is, it's a, it's a pedophile. It's a minor attracted person is what they call themselves. And uh, this guy's been outspoken about how they're a marginalized group. Yeah, people that want to have sex with kids. And uh, this guy named Andy, some Asian dude named Andy, like called him out online because he's... But this guy wrote an article about the sound of freedom saying that child trafficking isn't really bad as it is. They say it is. And it's always pictured as a cis white girl, like just using all these buzzwords. And I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm like, oh, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard not to be angry all the time. And I wrestle constantly. Like when I say constantly, I wrestle all day, every day. With God, how am I as a man supposed to respond to this stuff that's going around uh, on in the world around me? Like, how am I supposed to respond as a man to this stuff? 
Do I just focus on building a really strong family and doing the right thing? Uh, or do I take a more offensive approach? You know, and it's like, I'm like thinking like violent overthrow of the government. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the other extreme end. I'm like, I wrestle constantly with what my dude, because I know what I'm capable of uh, in terms of my leadership skills and organizational skills. And I'm like, am I supposed to be organizing? And I'm, am I supposed to, no, I'm not talking about a violent insurrection, okay, for anybody, any of the feds that are listening. I just, I wonder if I'm supposed to be taking a more active role. But, you know, these are just thoughts that go through my head. And other men that listen to this podcast, many of you, we've discussed this stuff. It's like, okay, do we just go to our own little corner of the world? You know, that's why I want to start this, uh, this, you know, I want to have my compound essentially slash commune where we will all raise our kids together. But then I think, well, at some point, the darkness is going to approach the borders of that place. At some point, it's going to happen. Look at what they did uh, to Waco. And they branded him as having sex. I doubt that guy had sex with any kids. But they needed to paint this guy out to be as evil as possible to justify what they burned. The government burned children alive at Waco. They lit the building on fire knowing that there were women and children in it and burned women and children alive. And all of this started at Ruby Ridge because somebody, because somebody got the guy at Ruby Ridge. I don't remember his name. Got lured into selling a shotgun to a federal agent with just a shorter barrel. That's it. That was this guy's crime. His whole family got slaughtered. His dog killed. His wife shot while she was holding a baby because he sold a shotgun with a slightly smaller uh, in length barrel than what's allowed by law. I posted a picture on my Instagram last night that said that being wanting to be left alone won't save your life. And I start to look around and I, I look at, okay, well, the disciples, the apostles, they didn't take up arms and they didn't, but, you know, times are different. Things are different. So I just like, I struggle with this as a man. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? What am I, I just, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I don't think this podcast is enough. I don't think my outspokenness is enough. I don't know what, I don't know. So I pray on this constantly. Like, God, show me what I am supposed to do. How am I supposed to respond as a man, as a Christian man, to the things that are happening in the world? Child sex trafficking, the stuff that they're trying to do with the weather to justify climate change action, all this you know, what they're doing to kids in terms of a permanent genital mutilation. It's, it's very, it's, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if anybody else listening to me feels the same way I do, but it's like, if somebody does, I, I don't think it's, I don't think playing defense, the best, the best defense is a good offense and you can't trust politicians. It doesn't matter who you vote for. It doesn't, it truly doesn't doesn't matter who you vote for they're all corrupt they're all evil they're all bought every politician's bought by somebody or something or they they've got blackmail out against them and they have to do you know what I'm saying it's it's just a very difficult time 
But throughout history, there's been many times where they thought it was the darkest time in human history. So it's like, how bad is it compared? No, because I told you guys the other day what my dad, sorry for all the rattling, what my dad said, and he said, I think things, I don't want to believe this, things are going to end. I want to believe that things are going to get better. And I want to too. But how do we make things better? What's my role in that? What's your role in that? You know, and I, I talk a little bit more about social issues on here than I used to because I think it's, uh, I could give you all the business advice in the world, but if we've got a bunch of lizard pedophiles running the country, to what end is that business advice and financial advice and mental coaching fruitful if we live in a country that promotes pedophilia and gender mutilation and sexual perversion. You know, to what end is it? You know, so these are the things I think about, man. These are the things I think about. This is what I dwell upon. And it weighs, it, and it comes from a place of genuine care and love for first my fellow Christians and then just fellow man in general. By man, I mean all of humankind. You know, I want things to be better. I want things to be better for people. I don't want us to live in a world where 57% of Americans have less than $1,000 in savings. I don't want to live in a world where the single mom with two kids' only option is to start an OnlyFans account and objectify herself. That breaks my heart. You guys probably listen to me and think that I'm just a misogynist. I'm not. I want women to be in a place where they are fulfilled and leaving, leading the lives that they were designed to leave. lead. Sorry. Leading the lives that they were designed to lead. As mothers... As homemakers, I'm not saying, listen to the ladies on here that are involved in businesses. Most of the women I employ, or most of the people I employ are women. My business partner is a woman, one of them. You know, it's like, but we live in a world where, you know, women are told to, to, to truly be a woman. You need to be sexually liberated. And we see the consequences of sexual liberation daily. And it's, they're not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. You know, it's really bad. And it has damaging generational effects. The single mom who starts an OnlyFans account, that doesn't just affect her. Imagine being the little boy. Men, guys, listen. Imagine, because nobody that's listening to me right now is in this situation because we're all in our 20s and 30s. But... Imagine if you went to school and your friends could pay $4.99 to see your mom completely naked performing sex acts on the internet. Can, can you even wrap your head around the damage that that would do to you as a young boy? Can you wrap? That's something nobody's talking about. Everybody's talking about, oh, look at how liberated these are women. Oh, she's got to make ends meet. Nobody's talking about the little boy, the 13-year-old boy at school who in the football locker room, guys are passing around a phone where his mom's performing a sex act on the internet. 
I couldn't even imagine. I can remember in high school, somebody got a hold of a kid's, uh, he was uh, two years younger than me, I think two or three years younger than me, uh, at a different school, two or three towns over, of a top, just a topless mirror picture, selfie, whatever, of somebody's mom, and that kid, uh, dude, I I don't even know if he's still alive. I think he, I think he OD'd. And uh, we don't talk about these things. So I think, I, th- I look at all this stuff, and that's just the tippity tip of the iceberg. You know, women have been told that, you know, if it's not sexual liberation, it's being a career-oriented woman and making your own money and getting the bag. And again, ladies, I'm not saying that you can't have financial success. But what opportunity? So when you when you study economics, there's opportunity cost. The opportunity cost is if I do one thing, I can't do the other thing. If I buy one thing, I can't purchase the other thing. So what's the opportunity cost? Like, um, like if I start doing jujitsu seven days a week and not lifting. I'm going to gain a lot of strength and endurance in other areas, but the opportunity cost is that, you know, my deadlift, my bench, my squat, all those things are going to go down. That's why I balance the two, right? There's an opportunity cost for every decision that we make. Always. What's the opportunity cost of being a career-minded woman and going out and working, you know, 40 to 50 hours a week and not spending time at home with your kids? And I think we see the results of that. Again, people think I'm a misogynist. And that's fine. Labels like misogynist, homophobe, transphobe, racist. You can call me that all day. I don't give a shit. But it doesn't bother me in the slightest. Like it literally, it doesn't. It'd be like if you called me, if you called me a homophobe and then called me bro, I wouldn't even. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean anything to me. Because I don't hate gay people. I don't hate trans people. I don't think any race is particularly better than another race. Now, do I think it's right for somebody to cut their dick off? No. I don't think that's right at all. It's a direct violation of God's law. Natural law. And in these, with these people, you see what happens. Um, I was reading an article the other day of... A man who had that vagina plasty, whatever you want to call it, vagio plasty, basically had his penis turned into a vagina. And uh, he was talking about how he, so, you know, in the comments, somebody was like, this is transphobic, blah, 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 blah. He's like, well, you don't understand the surgery if you think that it's not a real vagina. And it's like, dude, this guy, it's it can't self-lubricate, can't have an orgasm can't give birth to children. So what is it? Because that's what a vagina does. It self-lubricates. It's able to achieve an orgasm. I know this is weird to talk about. It's able to give birth to children. So if it can't do any of those things, it's like a it's not a vagina. And he was talking about how, I, I know this is going to be graphic, but it stinks. 
it's it, it needs constantly to be cleaned out it hurts or it's numb you can't have an orgasm he'll never be able to have kids he's permanently castrated he's permanently and irreversibly castrated and uh, you know it's just I look at all these things and I didn't mean to just go on today for 15 minutes about all the all the bad things in the world you know I've, I've been doing that more recently I just I, I, I'm, I'm kind of looking for answers I guess I guess today's more like me like what do we do especially as men about this what's what is our what what are we supposed to do are we supposed to just let it happen are we supposed to just talk about it um, are we supposed to well dude that guy not a great part job on his end um, what are we supposed to do about this holy smokes so that's the episode we'll have another one today alright love you guys